right. We are live, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We are in the virtual stage of the Adore Your Project. And I have my new good friend here, Nir Bashan, and he says he's here to help us manufacture creativity at will. Is that right, sir? Yes, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, we shall see. Ah. We shall see <laughs> on this episode of The Authority Project. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, feast your eyes and tune your ears. It's that time again. We are live with another episode of The Authority Project. It's the video podcast streamed on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Periscope, where we talk to digital marketers, business coaches, and creators of all kinds on how they've built authority in their field and how you can mimic their success. Developing authority, building your audience, and attracting better clients to your own business. Now, without further ado, let's bring to the virtual stage your host, Brian S. Arnold. How are you doing, my friend? I'm very good. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm, I'm glad to be here. I think we can give your audience some actionable tools that they can use right now. That's what I'm excited about. Awesome. Awesome. So great. So before we dive in, please tell us, first of all, who you are personally and then professionally. Yes, sir. So I am a West Ham United fan. I have been my whole life. Okay. Uh, go Irons, number one in the <laughs> league. Um I uh, am a car aficionado as well. I love okay. love automobiles, perhaps embarrassingly too much. Okay. And uh, I was born in Israel and raised in, in the United States. I've been in the U.S. for four, 39 years and um, started my first business when I was nine years old, going door to door, washing cars in Los Angeles. I'd wash, okay. uh, you know, somebody's brand new Pontiac 6000. You know, okay. they just rolled it. They were like this this car it's a Pontiac 6000 you know and, and, they, and I was like oh can I wash your car you know go knocking door to door and um I learned Is that where it started from your love of cars I think so yeah I was like I could I will never be able to afford a Pontiac 6000 right. Right. you know or an 83 Ford Taurus that was like right. the, the top of the heat a Ford Taurus wow yeah, yeah. It, yeah, and so I learned, you know, how to be creative because, you know, we weren't doing a lot of car washes. People would ask me to take out the trash and stuff. Who's going to give their keys to their precious, you know, mm-hmm. Ford Fiesta to a, uh, you know, to a nine-year-old? So I learned how to get creative, and and it's been with me my whole life. Awesome, awesome. So, what is your current project that you're working on at the moment? So we just released a book. It's called The Creator Mindset, and it's been doing very, very well. I'm very happy. We just got nominated one of the top 40 business books of the year um, by Porchlight. So that's a a really cool thing. And we're just, I'm trying to get stuff out there so that people realize that there's another way to look at business and problems other than just looking at things from the analytics and our school and our society everywhere around the world is set up to drive analytics, 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 numbers, spreadsheet. Right you know, that yeah. sort of thing. But there's a different way and there's a a, a better way um, to look at things and combine the analytics and the creativity together in order to reach, you know, new levels of uh, success. And that's, that's what I've been working on lately. It's been out for about three months now. Cool. Awesome, man. Yeah. Um, so 
One last question before we dive in is this. What is your daily routine? Daily routine. So I got, uh, I spent about half my time on a content and half my time in the sales pipeline. On the content pipeline, I'm in tons of interviews and, you know, podcasts, radio, TV. And then on the sales side, we take some of that content and get it out. And I also do a bunch of webinars and workshops and different things with associations and companies. And so I I split my day roughly in half between the two with my staff that helps with the sales and getting things organized and then creating content for different uh, branches and trying to get the word out there that everyone can be creative. It is something that we're all born with. You just have to kind of learn some tools and then boom, you can start manufacturing creativity in everything you do. Awesome. So I'm going to give you a, no, a, a question on that. Are you more video centric or written or a little bit of both? You know, it's a little bit of both. I don't think you can be one thing or the other these days. You know, I remember when podcasts started, what, what 10 years ago, maybe 15 now, yeah. it used to be only audio. Now almost every podcast is video and audio. Right. So I think <laughs> I think people want to see stuff, you know? And yeah. so I do a lot of videos uh, for YouTube that are like, hey, here's a tidbit of fact. Again, you know, Brian, they used to do like the videos used to be like five minutes and people are like, I don't have five minutes. Can you do like two minutes? And then two minutes became one minute. And now it's like 45 seconds tops, tops, (laughs) you know? Um, So you got to keep up with the changes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's, let's dive in. So tell us, so it seems like you have an obsession with creativity, my friend. So I do. What, 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 <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what is this whole thing about creativity and how does this build your business? You know, I've seen Brian, I, you know, after watching cards and that sort of thing, I went to, uh, in high school, I started working on albums cause I was in a punk band mm-hmm. and I don't know how this <laughs> happened, but I worked mainly on hip hop albums. That was all nice. throughout college too. Okay. So I worked on a KRS one album. I worked on, Cypress Hill, all these great, like legendary, you know, and what I learned was that, you know, these famous musicians weren't that different than you or I. And I was like, wait a second, you know, they were just prepared, right? So they, they had a, a, a notebook and, you know, some were drawing pictures. They had a process to creativity. It wasn't just like, you know, waiting around to get inspired, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, you know, I had a thought in the shower. They were manufacturing creativity every day. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. You know, how how is this, how exactly is this happening? And, you know, then I worked in Hollywood for a while and it was the same thing with the actors and the writers and the producers. And then I told a total departure and started doing furniture refinishing. I had my own business and I, I, I started using creativity in that on and on, you know, I ran Fortune, uh, not a Fortune 500 company, but I've ran um, an advertising agency that had several Fortune 500 brands, you know, quarter uh, billion dollars in billing. And the difference between doing well and not doing well always came down to creativity. And mm-hmm. so I was like, listen, there's there's got to be a program or a school or whatever where I can learn, you know, kind of a system of creativity. Right. And there wasn't one. There's no books, no school, no program. And so I wrote one. I, I'm a lifetime entrepreneur. I saw a gap in the market and I took it. Okay. So I wrote a book, took six years to write wow. about 
how to make creativity happen. And, and I borrowed from all the different industries that I've worked in. Okay. Okay. So, so do you believe like one grows stagnant because they're just doing more and more of the same um, instead of, instead of trying to, and trying to build more, more, be more creative with their business or with their process of, of thinking? Absolutely. So I think people get complacent and people think that what worked yesterday will work tomorrow. And then that's kind of a stagnant way to view a business or a career even. And so what we lose when we do that is the ability to come up with ideas. Now, unfortunately, most people get, you know, tell me near, I I get a, I'm creative. I get an idea. I'm like, okay, how often? They're like once a month. I go on a walk. I get an idea. I love it. Right. And I protect it. Like, you know, I'm out there protecting my idea so that nobody can get my idea. Right. And I'm like, yeah, it's not creativity. Creativity is coming up with ideas on a regular basis whenever you want to. Okay, it's not about coming up with one precious idea and holding on to it because you're afraid somebody might steal it. If somebody steals your precious idea and you are indeed really creative, then you got 10 other ideas right there that you can pick from. And then if somebody takes one of those, you got 10 more and on and on and on. It's really about training the mind to begin to work together, right? And training the mind to begin to understand that there's a different way to solve problems and that you just need to really learn how. Okay, great. So you're here. People are listening that right now. They're watching. They want to know then, because I think in most people's minds, like creativity is just like something that's innate, that just comes out out of the blue. But is there a method to being to bringing out this creative process within within yourself? Is there something that that you say that these are the steps that you've seen from your experience, not only from yourself but from others? No doubt. So there's 92 of them in my book, but wow. the one okay. that I like, to, yeah, <laughs> a lot. there's a lot. Okay. Uh, the one that I like to start on is the um, concept, the idea and the execution. Okay. Mm-hmm. I call it the Trinity of creativity. It's really awesome. Okay. The concept of the largest way that you can view your product, your service, or your career. The idea is like the medium ground and the execution is like the electron microscope view, right? That's like the atoms, where, you know, that the view that you see. The the problem is most people in business stay in that view the whole time. They're working like so like with blinders on and they can't right. see the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So I work with people to identify their concept, idea and execution, which, by the way, can change daily, hourly even. Um, but what that does is it allows you to start to get creative. So, for example, I work with a pizza uh, company, one of the franchises here in the U.S., a big one. And I had them do their concept idea and execution. I said, okay, everybody, let's start to talk. What's the concept? You know, and it was a, it was a leadership team and they were all like, well, the concept's pizza. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's work on this a little bit. You know, right, right, that's your right. execution. Right. And they were like, no, 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 it's pizza. Trust us. You know, we're, we've grown. We're the best. We're the biggest. Right. It's pizza. I was right. like, okay, let's start to, you know, really dive in. And so we did. So, so and, let me stop right there. So, so they're saying like, so, so to you, they're saying, you know, this is what we've done. We've done it for for all the time. It's, it's working. No, we don't need anything else, right? Basically, yeah. Right, right, right. And I was like, then why am I here? You know, right. you already had Deloitte here. You already right. had, you know, Accenture here, and they already looked at the numbers right. and they maximized this or they maximized right. that. And you right. guys are still not happy. Why am I here? And so right. they were like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. You know, and so, and literally somebody in the room started talking about the history of the brand, which is really good. 
and somebody came over with a recipe and blah, blah, blah. And then we started talking about what that really meant. They're like, it's about family. It's about comfort food and, you know, community. I'm like, yeah, there you go. And so we started writing this stuff out and I had everybody write it out. Because when you write stuff down, Brian, it activates a different portion of the mind that leads to creativity. It's one of my tools to write stuff down. And so they, you know, we started to write stuff down and somebody in the room said, oh, the, you know, the concept is sustenance. I'm like, what do you guys mean? And they're like, there's people in America that would go hungry if it wasn't for us. I'm like, get out of here, you know, pizza, right? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, we have some some deliveries every day. We show up at 5:30 at Mr. and Mrs. Smith's house and we drop off pizza because okay. if we have we don't go there, they get hungry. I'm like, that wow. blows my mind. Like okay. every day, you know. So their concept was sustenance, their idea was comfort food, and their execution was the double crust, you know, stuffed cheesy meat lovers, Supremo or whatever it was. And then, so I said, okay, guys, what do you want to do? And they're like, we need more products. We need to change up. We have only, you know, so many double crust, double stuffed cheesy meat lovers that we can do. And I'm like, okay, what's your, your idea then? And they were like, well, you, you know, it's kind of, we did it and it's, comfort food. So what are we going to do? Chicken soup? And like, literally I saw everybody around the room, like go, Whoa, cool. Right. That's, that's what happens when creativity starts to come to play. And then we wrote chicken soup down and then boom, 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 lots of ideas. And out of that session came, you know, a calzone that they released a new product or service. So you can use that model in anything you do. Your listeners can do it right now. Take a pen, Right. And write down yeah. what your concept, your idea and execution is of your okay. career or your business. Right. Okay. And if you don't like your execution, go up to the <laughs> to the idea and start tweaking it a little bit. Right? right. And then changing it. And that will give you a whole new subset of execution. Now, let's say you don't like your idea and you don't like your ex- execution. Go back up to the concept. Start to change the concept around a little bit. And then that will flow down with a bunch of creativity. And that's literally one of 92 ways to manufacture creativity now. I love it. I love it. That's, that's amazing, man. I like how, I like all, all, all of that so far. So um, I'm just going on some, some, something on your site where you cited a, a report from Inc. that found that 74% of employees and CEOs feel they're not living up to their creative potential at work. What do you think destroys creativity in, in the workplace right now? A lot of things. I think that complacency destroys creativity. I think that we destroy creativity. (laughs) I talk in the book about the, you know, perhaps one of the biggest threats to creativity ever. And it's us. It's the (laughs) fact that we have one of the most powerful systems designed ever on earth. You think of it a powerful system or whatever. It's like a bomb or an army, but more powerful than that is the brain's ability, our ability to like self doubt ourselves and push down (laughs) ideas. It's crazy. Right. right? And so I think we are the biggest threat to creativity. We don't want to lose our reputation. We don't want people to laugh at us. We don't want to come up with an idea that's too out there, but Brian, that's exactly what we need right now, man. Mm. That's exactly what we need. We need those crazy ideas. We need those wild ideas. We're in the middle of a, of a global pandemic. The economy sucks. There's, you know, people are having trouble getting by and all of this stuff. And now more than ever, we need people to come up with crazy ideas with, with, 
you know, new innovation, the new creativity and, and a change of the way that we've been doing things so that yeah. we can uplift everybody out of the current situation that we're in. So, okay. So this, this is great. I got, a, I got several questions left here. So check out this scenario, this scenario is like this. So we have people, you know, maybe a, sol- a solopreneur has an offer. It's, it seems singular in, in, in scope where this is it, but they feel like it's not enough for people to really, to be convinced that they want to buy. So, and they don't think they don't have anything else to offer. They don't have, they, they, they think they might want bonuses or whatever to make it more robust in the offer. So they, people will want to buy what, what process is that where they have the same, this, this, this regular idea or, or project that they think is just as great as is, but they, they can't find anything else in their minds to what else to produce with it or, or maybe they should be going somewhere else where to, to bundle that offer. What can they do, you know, to make it something that people really want to, you know, dive in and, and, and buy from them? So to incentive, to, to make an incentive, right, Yeah. of your offering, you must understand why you are offering that thing in the first place. Okay. The DNA of that pizza brand was comfort food. That's not every pizza brand, man. It's not. It's this particular company. And the DNA of your offering comes from a creative and a creator type mindset. So you have to recognize why it is that you're doing what you're doing. And from that, you will grab an incredible amount of wealth as Mm -hmm. to what that product means in the marketplace, right? It's Mm -hmm. not about gimmicks. It's not about buy one, get one or or whatever. It's about understanding the root value of who you are and using creativity in the marketplace to differentiate yourself, right? So Mm -hmm. 60,000 years ago, 70,000 years ago, Harriet, a cave woman, was the first human being on earth to be created. Okay, she was, dude, you, you lived to like 20 back then, right? You were like a great grandma at 20. And, you know, the it would just, there would beasts on earth that were, you know, faster and, and more vicious. And like people would die all the time because they got like, you know, clawed by some beast. And so there was a, a, this, you know, animal attacking her and she saw a stick and it was nothing but a stick that she uses for walking. And then she saw like a little berry picker and it was nothing but, you know, something to, to get a berry off of a tree or a bush. And then she put those two things together and was able to fight off the beast. Right. And that started an internal DNA in all of us of survival. Creativity is as meaningful to human beings as, as you know, air and water. It is Uh, an element of survival for us. Right. And so here we are fast forward, you know, another, you know, till today. And we're like, well, why isn't my product selling? It's like, are you doing what you need to be doing? Is that product or service really inside the DNA of who you are? Because the way that you practice creativity is not the same way that I'll do it or anybody else. That pizza company is its own thing. And that person trying to incentivize that that product is their own thing. So you need to really understand why it is that you're doing what you're doing and how that is being received in the marketplace. But that conversation really has to be between you and you, right? In (laughs) identifying creatively why it is that you're doing what you're doing. Okay, so so on to the next part of that, Part two. <laughs> um, so maybe maybe we've gone through the creative process and we're looking good. We see that we have an offer that we think is you know we've we've done this 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 
work within ourselves to bring more to the table with the offer. And now we come to promotion, marketing, and so forth. But we we we've 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 tuned into just one one thing of how to market. You know, we've been marketing like this all all the, you know all our lives. It's the way to do it. Um, it's so funny because I have this I have this this thing where I was I was contacted with with a company, it was a workspace company, um, and I was like gung ho. Doing like let's do Google Google Ads. This is that's the way to go. Da, 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 yeah, Google, Google Ads. Ads. Yeah, Google Ads. That's the way to do it. And um, amazingly enough, he was like, you know, it just wasn't working. You know, I, I, it wasn't working. So he said, you know, let's let's do let's put a big sign in the front in the front of the um, building. I was like, you're crazy. That's not gonna work. You know, right, right. <laughs> you know? How old school, you know, old school stuff. You know, I was like that's not gonna work. Turns out that little that big sign did more. People more it did more for the company than anything else that we that we did you know online. So just like you can't you can't just I could focus on one thing. So so what do you do as far as being getting out of that shell of just you know just focusing on one thing and being creative with your marketing, which of your product or services? You know what's funny is that you know I spend a lot of my time telling people not to listen to experts, you know, <laughs> and it, that. <laughs> creativity relies on you doing what you know is best. Mm. So it really is about not following what everyone else is doing. If somebody, you know, telling you, oh, you know, you're going to get a good return with this type of thing, Google ads, or not to, not to say anything about Google ads, but like Mm. X technique, you should do it too. Then you should literally run. If somebody Mm. tells you, oh, it worked for me, it'll work for you. Run. That's like, that's exactly what you should not do, right? Um, You should do something that is unique, creative, and uh, really on brand to to what you're doing. Um, You know, it is really about thinking in a new way. The economy is changing drastically. Uh, I'll give you my, you know, vocation, my career or Uh, my business, as an example, I do a lot of work that has no direct connection to a buyer. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it used to be when you go to business school and still today, unfortunately, you're taught, you know, product or service A gets consumed by buyer, you know, B, business to business or business to consumer and the capital exchanges across those lines. How do you maximize efficiencies and profit? To make sure that that you know uh, capital can move as efficiently as possible. That mm-hmm. is, dude. It, it's like people write like you know business plans and send them to me. Oh, I, I got a business plan for an idea in here. It's really creative. I'm like what a business plan? Like are you like what? So today that A right yeah, looks right. for the B buyer and like J right and yeah. J's not buying, but J knows B right and his third you know customer from you know 86 is actually you know l and then l connects to to a a sees a video somewhere online a then goes to c c has some kind of interaction with something and then finally b happens right Right. so if you're out there right you're being creative you got your product your service your career and then you're like okay i'm ready for marketing this is the exact time not to do what people are telling you to do Okay. This is the exact time to shut that volume off and turn up the volume of what you're, you know, that you should be doing. And okay. if you're going to go, you know what, we're going to go super old school. I'm going to go print out a sign 
and I'm going to stick it in the ground in front of my business because right. that's what I think will work, then that's right. exactly what you need to be doing. Because the relationship today is not a, you know, product or service gets consumed by B. It's a jumble, man. And it's it's just not the way it used to be. And the people who are doing well today who will capitalize on these changes are those that are not afraid to be creative about the manipulation and their sort of editing and putting together their assembly of creativity and marketing. I love it. That's amazing, man. Um, this this is great. I, I'm not sure if I have any other questions for you, except for one, one last thing. Um, maybe I might I might I might pull nut up my sleeve, maybe even though I don't have any sleeves right now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it go, it goes like this. My last my last question to you, and people hear you now, they see you, and they might have similar similar goals of helping the same kind of people that you're helping right now. Um, maybe they've thought about creativity. They want to they want to show people, you know to help them in the same kind of space to, to up-level their business. Can you give them a few either tidbits or one big, big um, step in showing them how to be an authority in this space? Uh, you know, to be an authority in this space, I feel that the most important thing that you can do mm-hmm. is start to look at what your little victories are. And assembling a sort of a roadmap of what those little victories are will identify for you your DNA, your creative DNA of who you are and what you need to be doing. I'll give you an example. There was an ice cream salesman many years ago who wanted to sell a bunch of ice cream machines, right? And his, his construct was analytical, you know, get a, a long list of potential clients, work the phone, so on and so forth, try to get them to buy stuff. But like any business that's analytical only, at a certain point, it's going to level out and then crash really is what, what ends up happening. So, you know, he noticed that he was selling machines to this one particular restaurant. They were like ice cream, you know, malt and uh, milkshake machine. And so he was like, you know, I'm going to go down there and check it out. That's a creative thought. Most people wouldn't do that. Most mm-hmm. people wouldn't go check out something. They would just be like, eh, you know, I could, you know, work the phones a little harder, send more emails or whatever it is. And so he went, there was a line out the door, 45 minutes long. And he stood in line and got to the front finally. And then he had the best cheeseburger he's had in his entire life, right? <laughs> best cheeseburger. And the guy's name was Ray Kroc. And that restaurant was McDonald's. Nice. So, had he have not have taken creative leap to go and check stuff out, he could have been an ice cream machine salesman, you know, the rest of his life. He wouldn't have had this great brand. So in order to be an authority, you got to be true to who you are and true to yourself. Right. And nobody can tell you that other than you. And so using creativity to look at those little breadcrumbs, you know, and go, wow, this really works. So for me, it's been like, you know, when I was working uh, at other businesses, uh, my own and for other people, I ran, you know, huge advertising agencies. I noticed that after I did my work, people would say, hey, Nair, can you stay five minutes longer and talk to us about creativity? Like, how do I, you know, I've got a side business or my uncle runs this company. Can you go talk to him? And and I noticed those little breadcrumbs started to tell me where I needed to go. And I was fighting it, man. I was like, no, you know, I, I don't want to do that. And the more I gave into it, the more I, happier I became because I'm doing what I need to be doing, right? So in order to be an authority in a particular zone, you have to listen to those little breadcrumbs along the way. And you have to have the courage 
to go for it. Amazing. Great stuff, man. <laughs> great stuff. I, I, this is great stuff. Um, creativity folks, creativity. We have not talked about this on the show and now you have it. There you go. There you go. I thank you so much near. This is, this is a great step. I hope everybody got a lot out of that. I know I did. So please tell people who will be watching and listening to this later on how to see you and get a, get a hold of you after the show. Yes, sir. So I'm um, really easy to find. There's three near Bashant in the entire world, right? Okay. There's a near Bashant, like a teenager in Israel uploading Call of Duty clips. That's not me. Okay. Uh, there's a woman who's like a closet designer uh, in Israel. That's not me. And then there's me, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm really easy. So it's N-I-R-B-A-S-H-A-N. You just Google me. Uh, nearbashan.com. Send me an email. I get a lot of emails. I love hearing from people, you know, good and bad, uh, mostly good, but I get a few bad. You know, always. You always get some. You always, you get some. <laughs> uh, I mean, the bad ones are great. The, yeah. Like people get pissed. It's like really yeah. like I read your book and this is bullshit. You know, I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, I, not really, but I'm yeah. glad that you, uh, you know, but, but mainly I get really great feedback and, and people get, you know, the, the feedback that I've gotten, it's been really surprising on this. Um, it is that most people aren't reading it back to cover to cover, okay. right? Most people are like, Oh, I'm stuck, you know, with a bunch of egomaniacs at work and I'm reading, you know, the ego chapter, okay. right. And, and dog earing it and going out there. It's a manual of like how, you know, it's not a why or, or some theory or like I'm some college professor, you know, it's not that I'm, in business every day and it's a how-to manual so uh nearbashan.com you can get the book on amazon you can if you don't mind putting on a mask and getting a book you can get it at any barnes and noble across the country it's okay. there in your city go pick nice. it up very very happy with it very proud of it. it took six long years to write and i just hope and pray that it helps you get to the next level in your business yeah tell people again the, the name of that book just one more time yep. it's called the creator mindset not the creative mindset. There's actually yeah. someone yeah. just piggybacked like a <laughs> Nike, Nike with two E's, you know, uh, it's the creator mindset, 92 tools to unlock the secrets to innovation, growth, and sustainability. Awesome. Everybody get that book, get that book and get a hold of this guy. Uh, great stuff. Great stuff. It's going to probably change the way you do things. I'm, I'm hope- hoping you've got that out of this show. So I'm I'm good. I'm good. Everybody, this last thing, get a hold, get a hold of the authorityletter.com. Join that list. Build your authority platform. Got three uh, cute little videos to help you simplify your business of getting that um, going. And I am in the middle of um, doing a, a podcast special there. If you're looking at the um, thing down on the ticker, check that out. It's Cyber Week still, right? That's right. <laughs> Cyber Week still. Special. So, right. Specials ongoing so um yeah yeah dude i i i'm i'm full um you have anything else before we get out of here no man that's it i i really hope to hear from your listeners i hope that they get something out of it and yeah, yeah keep in touch excellent great. interview brian this good question yeah great stuff everybody that's it for this week i'll see you on the next one uh very shortly do this do, do get, get a hold of this guy this is great stuff trust me this is great this is something that you might not might not be even thinking about um as far as you know building your business building your, your offer your new project so get a hold of this guy i think he's going to really uh, make a difference in what you're doing so 
With that said, everybody build it, share it, and they will come. Remember that, remember that and take it to heart. And I'll see you in the next one. We're out. And that's a wrap for this episode of The Authority Project. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you like what you heard, we want to hear from you. Subscribe, rate, and give an honest review. Share and tell your friends so they can hear too. And for even more authority building tactics, be sure to sign up at theauthorityletter.com. Get free weekly content and ongoing digital product giveaways to help you on your entrepreneurial journey. We certainly hope you got a key takeaway or maybe an aha moment from today's broadcast. Just remember, it's your authority. Build it, share it, and they will come. Until next time.